Hello guys, I hope you all are well and I hope that you are having a lovely day. It is the middle of February right now, it is the 20th of February. I cannot believe how quickly this year is gone already. I felt like January went really, really slow. January felt like it lasted forever and then now I'm like, oh my goodness, it is literally the end of February. Why have literally got girls competing in the next couple of months? I always think that the year actually goes from February to April though. I always seem to miss out March and I'm like, no, we've got a whole other month before the show season actually kicks off. But I think it's just because there's so much girls getting lean, lean now. They've been working away in the background. They have been... In the, but they're in the trenches now, which is very, very exciting. So the show seasons is going to be kicking off soon. And I have started my prep, my diet. We're, we're keeping things a little bit on the, the low down this year because this prep, just like any other, I'm just doing it for myself. I'm wanting to focus on the day by day this year. And that is not something that I've done in previous preps. I, I'm someone that counts down 16 weeks out, 12 weeks out, 10 weeks out, nine. And then I'm constantly thinking about that show day that I never actually appreciate the, the day to day. And that was one of my goals and always is one of my goals is to try and just be is present in moment to actually feel the pain during my cardio sessions, to feel the frustration doing my posing practice, to be in the moment with where my physique is at that given time. Because I was down a little prep hole and we always go down these little rabbit holes where we're looking back at our physique and I cannot believe I actually looked like that. <laughs> it's such a surreal thing to say, but I, in that moment, I didn't think I looked like that. Like, it wasn't until I got my stage pictures back that I was like, oh, I actually look okay. But I am someone that is very, very hard on myself. And the people around about me, always get annoyed at me. They're like, Erin, you just need to get out of your head. And I know that a lot of you guys are the exact same. Like you're in your head because you literally care so much. You want your prep to go well. You want to bring the best possible package to the stage. And there is no point worrying about something like if you have got a coach and it's is what I say to to all of my girls that are in prep as well the reason they've got me is because I'm there to to take the reins I'm there to support them and I'm there to make sure that they are ready for for stage it's the exact same reason why I've got a coach as well and why I would say probably 99% of coaches have got coaches because they genuinely want to better themselves. But it wasn't until I looked back and I was like, I really didn't actually enjoy those moments as, as much as what I could have. And I that is my goal this year. I'm not doing this for... I love sharing my, my journey with you guys and I am back vlogging Um 
we just had little chats about cameras before coming on to the podcast today. So um, I think I've maybe been influenced <laughs> to get a new camera. Um, but I am back vlogging. The YouTubes are back consistently now because that one it was one of my goals for 2024. Um, and it's going to be good to document all of the moments in prep. I'm not going to say highs and lows because it's not really going to be highs and lows. I am going to be very mediocre. I'm just going to be level-headed the whole time. I'm going to appreciate everything for what it is. I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to put myself into a hole for for no reason either. I'm just going to chip away. I'm going to work away and we'll just... In I'm just going to enjoy the moment as it comes. But that process has, has started and it's going to be good to drop a little bit of this weight and just to see essentially what I look like because I have definitely pushed this improvement season. This is definitely, well, it is the biggest I've been by seven or eight pounds. So we're definitely a lot bigger and I, I wouldn't say that I'm out of shape either which is which is good now how to determine if you're out or stage or not is a physique competitor is when you go into your shots and there's no really lines within your delts or you don't have any sort of definition in your midsection I'm not saying you should have a six pack or or defined abs in your improvement season because this is going to do, this is going to vary depending on your genetics like your genetics come into play a hell of a lot when it comes to your body composition in a prep but also your ability to lose fat when no I'm sorry your body composition when you're in an improvement season and what how you actually lose fat when you're in a deficit as well. Genetics do come massively into play with that, but you'll tend to find as well that every single time you go into an improvement season, you'll naturally look a little bit leaner due to the fact that you have got more, more mass there. And body fat will be distributed differently as well. Every single time that I've went into an improvement season, it's dis distributed ever so slightly but for me I genetically hold a lot of my fat around my midsection so I am someone that when I'm at the height of my improvement season I will still have a glute ham tie-in as females a lot of females do tend to have more fat around their their glutes around their their hips and around their lower stomach. For me, it's predominantly my my lower stomach. So I think that's why I feel a little bit uncomfortable as well because with the amount of food volume and the amount I'm actually eating in there as well, I've just felt a little bit like a bloated princess right now. Um, that's what I've been... <laughs> I'm just a little bloated princess. Um, the bloat will... Uh, <laughs> the bloat will... Um, be gone soon and that's what you need to remind yourself because like this is the reality of it and this is why I do these podcasts as well because I am a professional bodybuilder and there's not enough pros the only female pro that I know that consistently posts the like her training education and everything on Instagram and kind of like documents or food is is Megan 
um, Sylvester Chelin. Um, there's not really much other pros that I know that actually show you the realities. They'll show you the highs, they'll give you motivation, but they're not making you feel like human. And like we are at the end of the day, we are not robots. Like we're still in the exact same position as everybody else. We've just achieved that essentially next step. Do you know what I mean? And I know a lot of you guys are trying to get your pro card and I want to help you and inspire you to to get there as well through showing you what realistically actually happens to get that to get to that place in. But for me, my I'm still way too small. And I think that's the thing a lot of people need to take into consideration when comparing yourself to Olympians. You ain't at the Olympia. The people that are at the pinnacle of the sport, so all of the people that you see competing at the Olympia, the majority of them have got the muscle mass that they require for that class. So they are going to be able to stay leaner in their improvement seasons. They will be walking around looking six weeks out, five pounds above stage weight. But for us gals that do need to put on the beef we need to get uncomfortable. And that means that you are going to get quote-unquote fluffy in your improvement season. And it isn't going to look nice. Trust me, if you're at the end of your improvement season and you still feel good, like you're, you're not pushing hard enough, like psychologically females struggle so much when it comes to scale weight and when it comes to obviously their appearance and and how they feel because we do want to look good naked obviously we want to be able to strip off our clothes and be like i am so sexy <laughs> it's so true you want to take off your clothes and be like i feel confident i feel sexy i feel feminine obviously like everybody's definition of that is different but if you are someone that is genuinely healthy and takes care of yourself when you push over that spectrum just ever so slightly you do feel like a little bit groggy within yourself and that's totally normal because Every single competitor actually feels like that. Every competitor feels just a little bit fuel when they're when they're at, the, at that peak. But it's about not being scared of it and actually understanding that that is honestly what it takes to gain the muscle tissue required. And you don't want to be someone that goes on stage looking the same every single year that you compete because what is the point if you like for for me i was competing against girls that are like 10 kilos heavier than me stage weight 10 kilos heavier than me on stage that is a lot of muscle and it takes a lot to get there especially if you're not using just drugs to get there do you know what i mean like yes okay there may be quicker routes to take, you could potentially push androgens a little bit more. That is obviously your preference, but longevity, longevity and health is literally 
the most important things like your ovulatory cycles should definitely be taken into consideration massively and for us to have regular ovulatory cycles that will actually require you to have a regular menstrual cycle your menstrual you, you to, most females don't have uh, a period when they're in a contest prep so that is your priority when you do come off and that will require body fat to get you into a place where it's like yeah i'm ready for you to conceive i'm ready for you to try and and have a little baby but too many people go back into prep after that you can't just jump back into a prep after having one cycle give your body just a little bit of a break and just give yourself just a little bit of time to grow or you're just going to be going through that process again and then looking the exact same and i am what 33 weeks of well, yeah 33 weeks of improvement season no pullbacks because, in my opinion, people pull back way too early. As soon as they get that little bit uncomfortable or they get that moon face like I've got right now, they're like, oh, shit, it's time to diet. I think there's a time and a place when it comes to dieting and you've got to get to that point where you do push, but then you hold there. You need to hold. And this is what I call the, the marination phase. There is no point putting in all of that work to grow tissue and build some good quality mass for you not to marinate it. Marina marination is probably one of the most important parts of actually building tissue. Let your body hold at that weight for just a period of time before you go back into that deficit um, or start that prep again because you don't want to just lose all that muscle that you just spend time building. So marinate that muscle first and then and then go in and just always remember what the goal is as well. Like this is bodybuilding and you are going to have to get uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, I'm 25 kilos above my stage weight just now. So fingers crossed, we've marinated some good tissue. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm hoping hoping that we've we've made some progress. But I, as I say, I'm just I'm just hard on myself. Um, I just want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I possibly possibly can do to be the best possible athlete and coach that I possibly can be. And that is the most important thing for you guys. Like as long as you're putting everything into it and just staying focused on yourself not comparing yourself to people on social media or anything then you're on the on the right track and and your time will come but yeah we've started that process now just back from uh, a trip to Rotherham which was very very nice for those that don't know I have got an electric car and Rotherham is literally placed in the middle of Manchester in Leeds so the way I'm, I'm from Aberdeen and the way that you go is the the when you're driving there, it takes you down the Manchester motorway. So which is totally fine. So there's there's um, services and everything on the way. I love driving to Manchester because it's such an easy drive. But then it cuts you across. So it cuts you across and then takes you the Newcastle to, to Leeds route. Now, the I don't know why, but the Newcastle to Leeds route is not like a proper motorway. It is just a dual carriageway the whole way. And it's like a country road. There's no services. There's 
nothing there. So I was just driving along, minding my own business. And then it took me onto these country roads and I was like, oh my goodness, I have got 35 miles. I was like, oh my God. So then I'm like, okay, I'll just put it into my maps, I'll get somewhere. So I drove a further 10 miles. I was in this tiny, tiny little village. Like there was nothing. Like it was like something out of like a horror movie when you see those like motel motel places. Um so I found one, got up to it, it was out of service. So then I phoned James and I was like, James, I've messed up. And he was like, This is why you need to plan your routes. This is ridiculous. Um so went into my maps again, and the nearest one was 35 miles away. So I had 11 miles at this point. So I was screwed. I was like, I'm going to need a phone AA. I'm going to need to get someone to come and help me. But then James managed to to find a, a charger for me. Um, and it was one of those like house chargers. So it was seven kilowatts an hour. The normal ones for charging your your car on like a motorway are like 320 kilowatts so they can charge the 320 ones can charge your car within half an hour it took me one whole hour to charge 35 miles <laughs> so guys if you've got an electric car don't drive long miles <laughs> And if you're planning on getting an electric car, don't drive long miles either. Um, but lesson learned with that, it was a really good trip down to see him, train legs. He checked me, checked me over. He's happy, so I'm happy. And that's the most important thing. If you've got a coach and they're saying everything's fine, just listen to them. Um, and I know Cuba's got my best interest at heart as well. Like, he will literally tell me if I looked like shit and he is that straightforward, like he, he is that blunt. If if I wasn't looking good, he would literally tell me, but it was a very, it was, it was worth it. And I am someone that takes every opportunity that I possibly can. That trip was 14 hours round trip. Um, so it was seven hours there, seven hours back, minus the mishap with the, with the car, which took me around like four hours longer to get there on the way down. But anyway, it was a 14 hour trip and it is so important to take every opportunity that you possibly can. Um, because when you want something enough, you'll do anything to make it possible. You can have an excuse being, I could have had an excuse being like, it's too far, I can't come down, it'll take me seven hours to drive there. or you make a way. So kind of decide that when it comes to you making decisions, when it comes to maybe going to see a posing coach or going for a trip to see your coach or even going to something like a bodybuilding show, like make the effort to put it in because when you want something enough, you'll find a way. And this is why I've got really little to no time for excuses when it comes to to some things like not having time to get cardio and not having time to get steps in. Like when something is a priority, you you'll get it done regardless. Obviously, there comes it, it it's totally different if you're ill or if you're sick or if something personal happens in your life. Then that is a completely different story. But if you are fit and healthy and you have even got like a nine to five or even if you work night shift. My some 
of my girls are absolute workhorses. They're mums, they're juggling prep, they're juggling, they're, they're, they're nurses, and they're doing all of these things at once. So the, it is about reassessing that and being like, okay, am I using this as an excuse? Or am I actually prioritizing prioritizing what I need to, to do here? Because that's the thing. Your mindset is either going to make you or your mindset is going to break you, especially when it comes to your contest prep, because I'm not going to sit here and say that cont contest prep is easy because it is absolutely not. Prep is hard dieting is hard, doing cardio is hard, but you have to choose your hard. Like, th you have to have the mindset that you're going to get that done regardless, especially, with, like, when it comes to, to cardio and everything, because I did my first... The reason why I'm speaking about this as well is because I did my first cardio session a couple of days ago. 30 minutes and... Goodness gracious, by the seventh minute, I was like, whoa, I want to get off of here right now. <laughs> but then it is it is a choice. I could have got off of that cardio. I could have got off at the Stairmaster and was like, it's fine. I'll just do it. I'll just do it later. Um, as long as I get it done, that's the most important thing. But no, because you're going to then potentially let that happen any other time. So one thing that you do that when you're doing something that you put in 100% because you'll look back and be like, did I actually put every single little thing that I could have into that session? Did I put everything into my steps? Did I put everything in, in my cardio sessions? Because it's too much time and too much money to actually waste if you're not going to to put a hundred percent effort into the process so don't let your mindset break you when it comes to anything that you do in your life because if you be the best you possibly can it'll spill into every other aspect like when it comes to being a bodybuilder it naturally allows me to actually be a better coach um, because I'm getting up even earlier. Like the half past four alarms have started <laughs> already. And that's one thing that I do do whenever I start prep. Like I go in at the beginning. I create that habit and I create that time already. So when it does start to get harder, I'm not panicking because I'm already getting up at half four and I've got that extra gap for when cardio potentially does increase. Right now, I'm just filling it with with steps. So getting up at half four, getting my car, getting um, my lipolytics in. So Clint is is in your hindbinds in at the moment, jumping on to the stairmaster around quarter past five, doing my cardio, coming back, going for steps, and then I'm at my at my desk working for half past six, seven, which which works perfectly right now. Um, at a later date, I'll just move my steps back a little bit after. So my first work block, I'll do my steps after that. So it is going to be about planning in advance um, and just kind of setting the tone for how you want your whole prep and how you want everything to go and just trying to be in the in the moment is as much as you possibly can because you do want to stick to your word like one thing that I am doing this year is not plastering everything on 
social media. Like, I don't need any... And that's the thing, like, I used to post loads of photos and stuff before. And, like, I look back and... Prep is... Um, posting is great to help from a business perspective, but I really want to use my podcasts and use YouTube videos to educate you guys further than just using Instagram is my only form of like only platform that I use for like educating and, and helping you guys because I, I am trying to spend a little bit less time on social media because I am super super busy I'm not wanting to spend time scrolling because then you end up starting to compare yourself to other people and that is one thing when it comes to comparison I I am um, was on Sydney Gillen appeared on my Instagram and I was like, I looked at um, her Instagram post and I was like, I don't look like her. <clears throat> and it is jealousy. You're, you are jealous. And it's because you're comparing yourself to them. But this is the, this is the thing. Like, you compare yourself to them because there's something inside you that either you need to be better better at and for me it's i need i need more muscle so uh, there's absolutely no point feeling jealous or comparing yourself to something that you wish that you had from them because you just need to keep putting in the work to yourself and for me scrolling through instagram is not giving me any real pleasure at this moment in time and i think another thing is as well is because Everybody on Instagram at this moment in time is just posting the exact same things. Every coach is posting the exact same kind of content. Every um, person's doing like voiceovers and everything right now. Everybody had the trend of getting like a videographer and everything before. And then it's just kind of like everybody is like doing the exact same thing. And for me, I don't like to be the same as everybody else. I like to try and come up with like unique, unique things and... It's just going to take going to take time, um, but I'm not really bothered about it anymore. If I'm being honest, um, I used to get anxious when I didn't post at the same time every single day, but now I'm at that point that it's my own clients that is literally the most important thing, and that's what I'm meaning. Like rather than like trying to like constantly put pressure on myself to to post every single day, just actually being more present. And I feel so much more content within myself. Like I've got all of the clients that um, I love, love supporting. My business is um, growing organically and new girls are, are joining the joining the team. I don't want additional stress from, from something that I don't need. And it is definitely something to, to take into consideration with that. But one thing that I did want to say as well is I was actually getting quite a lot of questions in regards to people feeling insecure on my question box. And I do actually think it is because of New Year's resolutions, which is why I'm talking about a little bit of the jealousy and everything just now. Because on going on Instagram, you're going to most likely see in other people action the things that you maybe want to do. So for for example, me, I was, I was actually on TikTok one day and I was just doing a little bit of swiping and I like like skincare and like makeup tutorials and stuff. And this girl has got like the most incredible like glass skin. And I was like, why do I not look like her? Why does my skin not look like hers? Never mind, like, I 
have kind of, kind of, sort of, kind of stuck to a skincare routine where I cleanse and moisturize morning and night. This girl has like a seven step skincare guide that she does like morning and evening. And I'm sitting here moaning that my skin doesn't look like hers when I'm, I'm doing like the very, very basics. And it's something to take into consideration, like when it comes to, to that, like people's like posting those, um, but they're also posting like their their highlight reels as well on Instagram. You'll not see any online coaches like showing the reality of what it's like, like sitting in a room, like at a laptop for hours on end or like editors that... Um, like videographers, etc., they don't really post the the behind the scenes. They don't show the hours that it actually takes to make that one little reel that you see on Instagram. You only see the the final product. So it is something to take into consideration when you are like looking at Instagram, um, Instagram pages and everything. But that's unless you actually know that person. Like that's why I like doing these podcasts so you can get more of an insight into to me and my life and, and what I'm doing without plastering it all over social media um, and also the YouTube when we get the the new lens because, um, yeah, the one that I've got, it's it's literally, you would literally only see my nose. If I was to hold it, it's like literally my nose that's in the, um, the frame. But, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, that, I think that's everything that, I need to say today, guys. So just take every opportunity that you can and just enjoy life in the moment because once that moment's gone, it's you're not getting it, getting it back. Enjoy the passage of time, guys. Have a good one and I will see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.